Hey, welcome back to part two of our first installment of Dream Chasers, featuring some of Houston's most inspiring and dedicated entrepreneurs. Uh, this episode focused on Fro Fruit by Erica. Um, it is a hair care brand here in Houston, and I'm just so excited to share the rest of this episode because we really, really get into the meat of how to cope with being a business owner. So I hope you guys like this. Um, again, if you want to watch our conversation, you can do that on YouTube. Uh, just go to www.betweenusgirlspodcast.com and click the YouTube icon to visit YouTube and subscribe. And make sure you tap that notification bell so that you never miss anything. All right, let's get into it. And so the first was, okay, what's in mm, my like cabinet? It's, it, it's, yes. So it's thick. So I knew I wanted something. Don't make me put this on my skin, too. And people, people <laughs> use it, Michelle. So I sell it at, uh, it, probably every other month, I go yeah. to Black Market Houston and I oh, sell okay. it. And that's what people do. They say, can I put it on my skin? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, don't make me put it um, on my skin, Cause I don't know what to do with my natural hair. That's, that's why it always looks like this. It's tough and it's a struggle. Um, if you go on my Instagram page, I have all kinds of examples of things that I do with my mm-hmm. my daughter's hair. Has been in all kinds of styles. I went ahead and got and and locked that thing up because my baby is like a four C, uh, mm-hmm. and you know with her sensory processing issues, it was like a fight every time to comb her hair. So I was like, you know what? This is what we gonna do. Yes, yes. This it's- is how we'll do it. And I, mean, and I was out. the same way growing up, and my mom, well, this was back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. My mom said, Mm-mm, you're going to keep this jerry curl on your head because this is all I can yeah, try right, to because figure I just out. Can't. I'm just not <laughs> yes, able I to can. compute. Like, I, I was tired of fighting with her um, over six ponytails. You know right, what I mean? Because right. it's really not that serious. I know you don't like it, and your hair does get tangled easily, but if I don't comb your hair, they're going to call CPS on me. Thank you. So, <laughs> natural hair you either have really great days mm-hmm. or days where you're just like okay what is going on right so the the benefit of the product is that it holds the moisture mm-hmm. it's thick like yeah. everything oh, on is. the market for me has been watered down i'm like i don't want anything watered down i'm gonna open this real quick and i'm gonna just show it to the camera like okay so see Mm-mm. yep nothing it's- coming out and when you touch it, it's flat. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, let me put this on my skin. Because I like whenever they're hard like that yep. for the yep. body. Yep. Mm. And it, it's, it, um, it can detangle. Mm. Okay. It can elongate. Okay. You can use it on your blowouts. Yeah, that's what um, I probably would do. Yeah, on your blowouts to keep your hair moisturized. Uh, so I just tried it and just put it into the market. Mm-hmm. Okay, does this work? Do people like this? There's peppermint oil in it, which was yeah, actually, an, which was actually kind of an accident. I was playing around one day and then smell. just tried and gave some to somebody, and they were like, "Oh, this that needs to stay in there." Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, that's one of my oils, peppermint oil, because I, I like it because it's it. kind of like a repellent too for some things. Hmm. So I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And it's also good for like decongestion. I yeah, my daughter sometimes if she has to stop. Oh nose. my gosh, that's what we're dealing with at home. She got a nice hack, but she but she's refusing to come off cereal. I'm like, see, you killing uh, yourself. Yeah, you're killing yourself with that milk. 
yeah, definitely. So yeah, I um and and before the interview started, you mentioned about like tips and tricks and yeah. stuff, and that's what I would tell people is, I meet a lot of people say I want to come up with this idea, but this, but this, but this, just do what you can, mm-hmm. do what you can, and put it out there. Really, like I mean, that's I think the basis of it, and. As a creative consultant, I run into a lot of clients who are like, well, I want to do this, but I don't have X, Y, Z yet. Well, I want to be uh, Oprah, but I don't have a camera and a, a crew, but I'm still doing it. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, there you go. You have to try. And, and, and this is going to be another spiritual note, but it's like, if you don't get started, the universe does not believe you. And so, so if you're true. saying... I want to do this. I want to do this because we always talk about speaking things into yes. existence. You speak, 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 speak. When are you going to do? If you don't what do it, do? the universe does not believe you and it cannot meet you. It cannot meet you where you are. Can I tell you another story? Go ahead. So I talked about Michael. He's definitely one of my mentors. There's another gentleman here in the city of Houston named Dennis Murphy. Okay. And he's definitely a mentor. And the story connected to Mr. Murphy is... This was another season of my life. This was before Resume Gypsy. I was trying to make my resume yeah. thing work. And I pulled into Herman Park one day, kind of like, okay, how am I going to make this work? Normally, I'm in my car when I'm yeah. having these conversations. Yeah. Like, okay, how am I going to make this work? Pulled into Herman Park in a parking spot, Michelle, and I said, once again, I need help. I need somebody who knows mm. what they're doing. At the time, I thought I needed money. That's yeah. what I thought I needed. I thought I needed a whole bunch of money. So I pull out my phone and I Google. I had heard the term venture capital. I didn't mm. know what it meant. So Google venture capital plus Houston. First thing that comes up is. So that came to your mind out of nowhere? I don't know. It just, I had just heard this term before. I don't know if I had been watching Shark Tank. I don't know. <laughs> but it just came to my mind. Yeah. So I Google venture capital plus Houston. And. The first one that came up is a business called Murphy Venture Capital. They're the largest venture venture capital firm in the city. I hit, I you know, clicked on it, called because I'm a cold call person. Yeah. And I said, hey, my name is Erica Hayes. I have this business, and I'm talking to the receptionist, and I want to apply for venture capital. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. And she kind of chuckled a little bit. I think she picked up on my naivete. Yeah. Right. And so she says, hold on, just a second. I wait for five minutes on the phone. The next voice I hear, he says, uh, hey, Erica, this is Dennis Murphy. Now, I find out later on he's the he's principal like, yeah. of the firm. He's the man. If this yeah. is his firm. So he's listening to me tell my story. And he says, okay, Erica, here's the thing. I love what you're doing. My firm um, contributes to businesses that can make at least $500 million. Okay. And I said, oh. And he said, but hold on. He Mm. said, I think you could be a million dollar company. He said, what you have is a life called a lifestyle business. Yeah. You could be worth a million dollars one day. He said, how about this? Why don't you send me your business plan, your ideas in the email? And I'll kick you back some notes. Okay. And I'm thinking, great. Because I have this man. I don't even, I've stumbled into this whole thing. And here I have this man who will say he will advise me. Michelle, do you not know, I found out later on, that Dennis Murphy not only runs that firm, but teaches entrepreneurship at Rice Mm -hmm. University. This is his thing to coach young entrepreneurs. And through the whole existence of Resume Gypsy, anytime I emailed or called that man, he he would respond. 
He sent me pages of notes. You, your business plan is not a business plan. Right now, it reads like a job description. You need to do this, yeah. this, 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 and this. I tell that story to say about meeting you. Mm-hmm. If I wouldn't have even had the idea or the passion or the need, how could I have connected with somebody like Dennis Murphy? Yeah. And I know that one day all those notes that I have from him, I'm using that stuff now for this business. I'm going to be emailing you asking you to say it to me. Right? Which I don't mind doing it because that's how it should, that's how it should work. Yeah, but you know, a lot of people look at it like, well, what's in it for me? You know, if you share. But the thing is, is that the universe is not asking you to share so that you can get money. The universe is asking you to be of service. Of service. Because that's how you get your rewards. It might not even be a financial reward, just like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not money. Sometimes it's really people. And let me tell you a story. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe, I guess it was last month, maybe maybe two months ago. I was really down Mm. because I was really feeling like, you know, I thought this was going to work, and it was working, and now it ain't working. What is, is that thing closed? Is that thing closed? It looks like that thing is closed. It looked like that thing, but that's okay. We got the audio. Okay. Oh, damn it. <laughs> that's okay. There's a reason for everything. You're right. I should have looked at that. <laughs> that's all right. Look at this. I'll just... We can start it from here. Yeah. Pick it up But do you, you have audio. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll have the, the audio here. Um, but I was sitting in my room. And I have a lot of my dad's old records. My dad passed away when I was 16. So I have a lot of his records. And I I opened up the Stevie Wonder album that hadn't been listened to since probably 1987. Mm. Because there was a flood in our house. And so all the records got wet. And so nobody ever opened them. They kind of just were like, don't open it. Don't mess with it. Because it was going to rip the paper. Well, girl, I ripped the paper open. And you opened them. I did. And it was Inner Visions. And I put it on the record player. And I was listening to it, and I was feeling so, I was already feeling so melancholy just about everything, because I was like, oh, I don't have no money, and oh, the kids need this, and oh, I need this, and this, and this, and that. And I started, I started writing on the, on the paper that covers it. You know, not the, the cover, but the paper, the, you know, the paper that holds the record. Yes. And I just started writing, I just need help. I just need so. But you I got just it. need it. I just need somebody, something. I know I need some support. And the song that played after that was "Don't You Worry About a Thing." And then, then the next two weeks, people start showing up. People start wow. showing up. Support people who wanted to work. People who needed advice. People who wanted to support me. And I was just like, "Thank you," you know, because really that's what you have to do. Is just when that stuff happens and the things start connecting like like that, it's just like. Thank you. Thank you. Because you don't know. I mean, we don't know how it works. We just know that if you follow this the steps, the things will come to you. Yes. But say thank you because you just never know where they're coming from. And I love that you wrote it. I mean, to me, mm-hmm. that's something powerful. I've always done that, too. Like, just to get it out yeah. and to express it and to say, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking. I'm sure there's something spiritual about yes, that the whole writing most powerful thing. part of manifestation. And I really believe that. I mean, I think a lot of people will say it's the, the, the belief and the visualization. But when the three get together, if you can visualize it so you can see it, you can feel it, and you've written it out, mm. it can't help but to but come to, to happen. Yeah. But to happen. And I know I'm getting a lot of... Lately, I'm probably going to have a lot of audience change because I talk more about this kind of stuff. 
found my show actually on Talk Hoodoo Podcasts. Hmm. Um, because I talk about spirituality, and I guess that is a aspect of, you know, magic. Sure. It's writing sure. and, you know, spell work. But I don't look at it like that. Right. I'm just giving my petition to the yes. universe for me, yes. personally. You know, because I don't do things for other people. Yep. I do it for myself yep. and for my kids because the whole thing is for me to create some kind of business that's going to bring generational wealth into my family because mm-hmm. no one was able to do that before before and do you know who dr Brene brown is yeah. so Brene brown she says a million things that i love but, mm-hmm. but the somebody most else i was talking to yesterday was talking about Brene. really <laughs> she says um unused creativity is not benign mm. it will metastasize if it just sits in you mm-hmm. and i feel she uses the word creativity, but I think that can be broader. You know, yeah. desire, energy. spirit, energy. We all have it for something, Michelle. Mm-hmm. And if it just sits in you like it does for so many people, it's not just chilling. No. It's it's kicking up dust in all kinds of ways. It's waiting for you to go, I'm ready. So it can, you know. Yes. Because you don't know who's waiting for you. you and that's no the idea. thing. It's like. When you're holding on to a message or a product or service that is really going to help others, there are people who are waiting for you. So really the only person that's stopping them from getting what they need is you because you're not stepping into your trueness, Mm -hmm. your truth Mm -hmm. and being who you're supposed to be. Because a lot of times we feel Mm -hmm. afraid to come out with these products or what our service because of how people might view us or Oh, it's not going to work. Or let that go. Let that let go. Let that go. Because the other thing that I know from experience is most of your critics, not everybody, but most people who are just super, super critical. They know you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's something they're not doing that they probably want to right. be doing. They feel triggered by your freeness and your ability to step out into whatever it is. They are afraid of themselves. So instead of saying, well, damn, what am I afraid of? How could yes. I get out and I'm going to hate on you instead? I'm going to hate on you instead so that I can bring you down yeah. instead of feeling bad. Because if you keep going up, I'm going to be down I, here. Yes. And you're going to be up there. And I'm still going to be down here with my idea that I don't want to do. Then I don't <laughs> and- <laughs> yes, and they can't stand that. Right. That's why mentors most of the time and support people they're already, they're achieving, they're right. doing what they want to do, they're living their dreams. So they don't mind sharing with you because when you're up there, you want other people to be up, up there. there. And let me tell you this. I'm I I don't know. I keep feeling like I'm supposed to be this life coach, but I don't I'm not calling myself that. Mm-hmm. I'm just a creative consultant. Mm-hmm. I have clients that I provide mm-hmm. guidance to. Mm-hmm. But I'm not even there. But I want you to get there. I see how you can go. So, so listen to what I'm telling you mm-hmm. so that you can go. Mm-hmm. And when you go, mm-hmm. I'll go with you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's how it works. That's how it works. So I'm not where I want to be, but I see where these people can go. Yeah. Like if they come to me and they already have a vision, just like I was talking to you about mm-hmm. manifestation, that is really the essence of what I do. I help you take the vision, map it out so that you can do the steps that you need to do to Bring it to the 3D. Yes. And I want to be careful, and I know you're going to know exactly what I'm saying, is it will not be easy. No. It will be very hard. You will have dark days. You will have loneliness. Mm -hmm. You will doubt yourself. You will question. 
Like all that comes with this thing. Yeah. So sometimes I get frustrated when I when I hear podcasts or watch YouTube videos and the person is like rah 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 rah, and I just want to be careful because yes, we're on our way to that. Yes, rah rah. <laughs> but before we get to all of that, there's gonna be some people who leave. There's gonna be yeah. some people you gotta you're leave. You're gonna fail a people, couple times. You're gonna, so you're gonna have fail. to rework your business. You're gonna have to renew your website. You're gonna have to Come re. On. You're gonna have to make new business cards. You're gonna have to rename your business. You may have to do anything, and I think that's that's why I like to do what I do, even with course correction, is because yes. I want to give people the tools, not the just the. We're here. I want yes. to give the, this is how I did it. Here are the steps. This is this is what I ran into. That sucked. This is what was great. Yes. I thought I was going to boom right here. It took 17 it, more months. Yeah, You know, like, uh-huh. that's what I want to share with people. Because that's what's real. And if you, if you look at all these uh, businesses that people often talk about, you know, the apple that started in the garage and Tiff's mm-hmm. treat started in a dorm room yeah. and this started on the corner. All of that's not just cute to say. That's real because mm-hmm. guess what? Sometimes you got to be on that corner yeah, or you got to be in that dorm room or you got to be in that hotel room or wherever in order to be motivated enough because God will test you. Mm-hmm. Okay, how bad do you want this? Right. Because. You going to quit today? Oh, today sucks. Did you quit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because if you can't, if you can't capture it, mm-hmm. you probably won't be able to keep it. Yeah. And if God just gives it to you easy, easy, easy. I'm so glad you said that because my um, boyfriend, Brian, Mm -hmm. um, whenever I was really struggling and I was like, oh, I don't understand why I have to go through all this. Oh, I'm so tired. And he's like, because how are you going to carry what you're going to get if you can't even lift this up? Thank you. You know what I mean? So that's really he, what he knows. What he's talking about. He does. Mm-hmm. He's so ball headed mm-hmm. and smart. <laughs> um, but it's it's like that's really the essence of it. It's like we look at the struggle that we're in right now, and we're like, "Oh, I want this to be over." But you need that struggle. You need that. I ask God many times, God, why am I really supposed to be in this classroom in Fifth Ward, Texas, with these hard headed sixth graders? I love my sixth graders. But you never I, know what been, one of those boys is going to do, one of those girls is going to do, what one of those kids is going to do. You just never know. And I learned, and I know this sounds cute to say, but I learned so much, mm-hmm. probably more than I taught them. They taught me a whole lot. I grew up as a person. I developed character traits that I had been needed. Big time patient. <laughs> Big time patient. And God is like, you know what? This little 15 years of corporate life you didn't had is great. I'm, I'm about to put you right over here in Fifth Ward, Texas, so you can get some real learning. character yeah. and learning. Because where you're trying to go, you don't have yeah. it, Missy. But but do my work for a couple years. Do what I'm telling you to do. I know it doesn't make sense to you now. Ugh, that'd be the thing. Like, I feel stuck here. I feel stuck here. Because I'm like, I know I didn't apply yes. for the jobs. Yes. I know I didn't apply, but... The lesson I'm still learning. And when it shows up, Michelle, you're going to be able to say, oh, that's why. Like, those those dots will connect. Yes. It's nice to to get the, yes, I understand it now. Um, but the hardest thing for me has been having to wait. The waiting is hard. The waiting is the hardest part. Was that Tom Petty said that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It really is, and and but that's the part also that taught me the greatest lesson that I needed at the time, which was find joy. 
Yes. In wherever you're at. Wherever because you are. my stuff has definitely been coming since I've been in my joy space. Mm-hmm. And I had to, I mean, nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My situation has not really changed. Mm-hmm. I'm in the same house. Mm-hmm. I got the same two kids. Mm-hmm. I got the same job. Mm-hmm. I got the same commute. Mm-hmm. But everything has been so much better. Wow. Ever since I was like, I just feel good. Because you made a decision. Yeah, I chose to have joy. To have joy. I chose to change my mindset. Yeah. And that is, I mean, I mean, I'm going to go back and talk about Napoleon Hill, oh, Nightingale, yeah. shoot, Bob Proctor, Oprah, yes. all these people who teach this Abraham Hicks, my girl. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with her because I'm mm-hmm. like, you're just so cool. Yeah. You're just so cool. <laughs> but like, it's not new what we're talking about. No. You know, like oh, people no, have no, no. been going through this. Mm-hmm. And if more people could just understand that they're in charge Yes. You know, you're in control of yeah. how you feel every day. They would be so much happier. And yes, and I feel like you would be happier. You would make the people around you mm-hmm. happier. The vibe would change everywhere. Vibe would change everywhere. You know, some people, Michelle, can walk into a room and it automatically lights up. Mm-hmm. Some people walk into a room and uh, oh. it's like, now come on now. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not oh even going to lie. I've been that person, especially in having to right, go to work. Like, right. I made a video. I never posted it. Um, this was like three months ago when I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get my YouTube for real. Mm-hmm. And I made a video about mindset change and how I was going to work every day saying, oh, I'm miserable. Oh, it's going to be miserable. And it was. So what I had to do was like, that's why I do the morning vibe. Mm, because which it, I enjoy. Thank you. <laughs> that's why I do the morning vibe because that's the only thing that, that will bring me to this place yes. without that negativity. Yes. Yes. And I hate when I can't do it because I'm busy or something. So then I have to try to do something else. But like, I if I do that every day, I really do feel so much better. It really does work. Mm. You know, I, I think because of things in my childhood, I've just always been positive and optimistic. Yeah. And I fought it for a long time because people would say, Erica, you're so positive. You're so but And, you know, some of the haters in my life want to say, oh, she's fake. Nobody's happy all the time. Some people really are. The AR, though. But I am. You know why? Because yeah. I choose. That is a choice yeah. that I make every day. I wake up and say, "You know what? I'm going to make this the best day possible." Do I have sad moments? Do I have happy? Sure, Everyone I go through does. things. It's human nature. But I wake up every day and say, "This is a choice," and because of that, ninety-eight percent of my days are You're really good. happy right. because I'm going to meet you with joy. You're going to give me back joy, mm-hmm. and it's going to be like this kind of ripple effect. Right. Right. And I think that's one thing that's important to to explain is just that we're not saying that we're every day just all no. the time. I mean, everyone, expe- that's the thing. You're going to have the shitty experience. Yes. It's going to happen. <laughs> but For sure. The, the thing is in how you're reacting to it. Mm-hmm. And that was how I figured out that I needed to change because mm-hmm. I was coming home from work every day, grumpy, disgruntled, yep. angry, frustrated, hurt, yep. sad. Yeah tired and then I was giving that to my poor kids and they just don't deserve that yeah. you know and then I got start thinking well, dang this is how my mom and dad work mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wonder mm-hmm. what it is that I need to stop doing or what I can change so I could fix those generational wounds that's so why I could start really changing my bloodline yeah because 
I, I already know I see my poor son. He's 15 years old. So that's a long time that he's been with mm -hmm. me. A mm -hmm. lot of years mm -hmm. worth of the same mm -hmm. grumpy grouch. Mm -hmm. He used to call me grunchy grouch. Now <laughs> I know why. But that same grumpy mama. So I'm trying so hard to get him to understand that, you know, that was my bad. Right. You know, mommy did not yes. intentionally right. give you this. Because right. I did. I gave him that, mm -hmm. that toxic, I am in a bad mood, grrr. But that's what my but probably that's what that's you what got. I got, and so that's why I'm trying to change it now because I realize that's what I got. But I also respect my parents so much because you can only give out what you have. Come on, girl, so you can only you give can only what give you have. And I know my grandparents didn't yes. have that, and I know my great grandparents didn't have that, and I know my great great grandparents didn't have that. So that's why I'm like, I'm not mad at no, anybody for what mad. they have done mm -mm. or how they raised us because mm -mm. they did the best that they could as these people. And I, and I want people to realize that about their parents. It's like, your parents are humans yes. with children. Yes. They're not just a mom. No. You know, that's no. a person that has to deal with mm -hmm. 50,000 other people per day. Mm -hmm. You don't even mm -hmm. see them. You don't know what they go through. Mm -hmm. So just try, you know, if you can, to just give your parents a little bit of grace. Yeah. Because... They can only give you what, what they, have. they have. And if we go even deeper, Michelle, being black, yeah. five, six generations ago, there wasn't a lot to be happy about. Yeah. Like the history and the lineage is wrought with pain and mm -hmm. suffering and discrimination. Yeah. And, and by things. design. And so, so by design, <laughs> if you are not having a good day, you're, you're not going to be happy and joyous to your kids when you get home. You just right? want, imagine, I know my own grandma. I know my grandma went and worked for a white family, mm -hmm. cleaning and cooking. Yes. She was a maid. Yes. So she came home, she was in a bad mood. I would be in a bad mood too. And Wouldn't I know this white woman talked to me like she all day. I know she did. And I know the kids didn't listen to me. And now I've got to come home and I've got to try to be, you know, loving and kind yes. to my, my yep. kids. So, like, I don't fault my mom for being like, I just need a film right. She just didn't know. Right. Didn't you know, know, so that's what I'm trying to stop doing is hollering. Yelling, right, right. getting mad, being upset. I've been working on this for about seven months. I'm doing fairly well. Right, good. Yesterday I had a kind of a bad day. I had to go and I had to come to Kayla. So I'm sorry, mm -hmm. mommy. Just tired. Yes, it's not you. Yes, I apologize. Yeah, you know because like you said, we're attached to the hip. Every video I make, she got to be in it. <laughs> yes. You know, everything I do, she got to be. I'm gonna use it. Oh, have at it, girl. I'm all in it. <laughs> You know, so, like, that's part of it, too, is just, like, so I want to ask you, like, do you have any self-care tips? Um, definitely being who I am, but okay. I finally am um, living the life that I feel that I was meant to live. Um, I am a recovering people pleaser, Michelle. Oh, you have that Oprah disease oh, to please. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. So, I used to be no, so, so nice, too nice, people no pleasing. No boundaries. Zero boundaries. Yeah. Um, and it ended up just taking me under. That's what it does to you. That's what it does. And it, it was the birth of my daughter where I finally said, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-uh. This is not who I want to be. This is not who I want her to be. Okay, I don't want to be raising a person with the same. No. I'm just using this so And much. so. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, and men love it too. Like on their feet. Like cause a lot of the times their feet are drier. Yeah. Um. How would you say it works for Okay, come on. You know, people have asked me that. Um, I don't know. Well, I'll tell I you this. I don't know. I was making something for Michaela. Cause she, she's a skin picker also, but she has eczema. 
I was putting all the oils in there, peppermint, lavender, tea tree, um, eucalyptus, mm-hmm. and it was calming. Um, so, I mean, I feel like I see that for you. You know, I mean, in my fortune telling thing, mm-hmm. no judgment. Mm-hmm. You might, you might do some skincare. You might, really? you might do some skincare. Yeah. You might, you might. People have, I mean, people use, people use fro fruit, I think, just as much for skin as for hair. Now, I designed it for hair because that's been my problem. That's been my challenge. I did not foresee the skin element, although I should have. I did not foresee how many men would love the product. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. That's been, that's a huge part of my customer base. They use it on their beards. Uh, So the top two are beards. Mm Mm-hmm. And thinning hair, oh, wow. you know, because men don't talk about that a whole lot. But it's a it's big a deal. For them, girl. It is a trigger. We can't talk about it with them, but that is a thing for they them. Just can't help. They're just so bald-headed. <laughs> they just can't help. <laughs> that is a thing for them. So when they start losing their hair, it's a thing. So they like they use it for their hair. So will this like kind of stunt the hair loss? So I am That's really cool. careful when I answer this question. I never promote hair growth mm-hmm. because hair because I just had deja vu. Did you? Yeah, some this. Because I feel like I talked. Mm. I don't know if it. I guess it was you, but I talked to somebody about their hair products and how they help men who are balding. Spirit is working They're already. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> So, yeah, so I never promote hair growth because there's all kinds of things. You could have skin issues. You could not be drinking enough water. There's all kinds of things Mm -hmm. with growing your hair. But, yes, I have a lot of male customers who keep buying it Mm because they say, oh, yeah, my hair's coming back. It feels better. It's moisturized. Uh, So those are the top two. And then feet. People love using it on their feet. You know what? Having a good soft foot. Ain't nothing wrong. (laughs) You rub it against your boo in the day of time. Like, I don't know what I'll use it for. I'll probably use it, like, when I do my twists out and stuff like that. I need a good trim. Because, really, like, my hair is, like, a, I don't know, combo, like, 3B, 3C. Okay. I got some 4A. It's beautiful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But I need to cut it, and I am going to try to, you know, go full natural. I'm in transition right now. Mm -hmm. So, all of this is, like, waved up, and then this is, like, oh, you know. Gotcha. So, I'll probably... Will really want to like, you know, kind of go through the journey and figure out how to do my hair because I don't know. The thing about natural hair is practice, practice, practice. Mm -hmm. You got to see what works. You got to see what styles you like. Yeah. What your routine or your regimen is going to be. I think that's why it's such. You ask about self care. Wearing your own hair is a part of self care because mm-hmm. you gotta be in there. You gotta be with it. Yeah. Like before I went natural, I had worn weaves and wigs for like five, six years mm-hmm. straight. And when you, and obviously I take a break from my hair. I'm wearing braids right now. Yeah. But when you go that much time without working in your hair, you're neglecting a very important part of yourself. See, that's what I feel like, because a long time I did wear a relaxer a long time. And mm. then, so, now I've just been transitioning, but I just kind of leave it off. I might do, like, a Sheila Jackson Lee or a bun. Oh, mm-hmm. I do double buns, one bun, or a Sheila Jackson Lee <laughs> crown on both sides. <laughs> and that's pretty right. much it. And once you start playing and stuff, Michelle, you're going to be so proud of yourself, too, because it's so much work that you feel pride. If like, your curls when they pop, you're like, 
serious? <laughs> Although I saw one of your videos, your hair was so cute. It was down and it was like half up. Oh, uh, it was so pretty. And that was an accident because I, I, it, because I took it out of the ponytail holder and I was like, well, let me try this. I have a lot of hair. Too. Yeah, I, I, have a lot. I can tell. So I'm thinking I just want to cut it and then try to oh, go from there. Because the I don't know at which part, like, because I, I did, I tried to transition twice. So some of it is like relaxed, not relaxed, relaxed, not relaxed. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I see. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of different um, pattern mm -hmm. going on. I need mm -hmm. to know what my pattern is. Right. My legit pattern. Mm. And this part in the middle up under this bun is like, if I could just breathe a little bit, <laughs> if I could just get my life. <laughs> So you might big chop, maybe? I could. I'm thinking about it. You would look it. cute with that, too. Really? I think so. Yes. I wouldn't just look like a little ball-headed. No. Head. And you would feel, here's the thing about the big chop. Not that I don't know if I would ever go back to it, but you feel so free. And, like, your face comes alive, and I just think you should, I think. You think I should try it? I think you should try it. Especially if you want to like even out your pattern. I do. I want to know what my true pattern is. So I'm like, because I'm scared of the big chop. I was thinking I might do like a little short pompadour also. Like to oh, keep that some, could be to keep cute. Some yeah. At the front. Yep. To keep some thickness because I don't want to look too. Oh, I see. Yes, 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 yes. Because I'm already like in a masculine space mm -hmm. always because I'm like hustle, 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 oh, hustle, mm -hmm. hustle. I don't, I just don't want to attract more mm. of masculine that. energy. Yes, like mm -hmm. I want to try to be more feminine, but I think for that I'm going to have to cut it. I'm going to have to just cut it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. <laughs> or you could do the pompadour and then if you don't like it, just like chop that. <laughs> just big chop the rest it of it. stages. Yeah, okay. Hey, girl, I'm all about stages. Yeah, um, I mean, I would definitely need your help, though, because I don't know if you Yeah, I am happy to help. I'm happy to help. Um, so, so for self-care, I, I can go on these kind of roundabouts, but um, definitely... That is the basis of everything that I do, is <laughs> okay. not staying on topic, so please do not ever feel. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yes, I'm recovering people pleaser. I'm not a people pleaser anymore. There are several people in my life, they're like, oh, no, that person has long gone. She's a new person. So, I definitely have boundaries now, yeah. which has made me more loving, actually. Mm -hmm. Because when you have boundaries, you're not just giving it all away to everybody, even so. people who don't deserve it. It's like, no, 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 you don't deserve any of this. The people who do deserve it, okay. I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you this, and it's going to be real. It's important to keep some of it. Yes. And, like, that was my thing, too. Like, and I'm just now, like, maybe, like, last two, three months being, like, no. Yeah. No. And yeah. it doesn't mean I don't love you. It just means, no, I love myself. I love myself. And it's actually helped with dating, mm -hmm. too, Michelle, because now it, it used to be I date. Okay, how do I make this person like me? How do oh. I transform into what they now it's like, mm, I'm sitting back, I'm like, do I like you? And that's that's the thing. A whole different posture. Thing. You know, like I talked to my mom about this the other day too. It's like my thing was I just liked whoever liked me. Yep. Mm -hmm. Why? Because mm -hmm. I got options. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yes. But my mom told me that she was kind of that way too in her past. And mm -hmm. I said, It's just it just the teaching and intent and un you know it's not intentional no but my mom mm -hmm. gave me a book called boundaries with kids because she wants me to have better boundaries 
with my kids oh, that she does with herself, my sister, and Interesting. and myself. Because my mom has that disease to please. She just wants us to love, yes. and she wants to love us so much. But I'm like, if you don't give yourself some of that, oh, if you don't just give yourself some you. of it, well, that's my concern, mm-hmm. you know, because she's getting older, and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to get all off on the tangent and talk about my mama and everything, but... No, for, a, for for black women, I mean, because our blackness is a part of who we mm-hmm. are, uh, although this can apply to anybody, but I think you have to be careful because of those cultural mm-hmm. things, and because we do have that nurturing, giving yeah, thing. Right, which is why white women want us to come and work for them. Can you, you come? Go. Can you come and tend to my? Ch- Would you like to come and work for me and be my maid? <laughs> yeah, but that's a but that's a real. It's thing. a real thing. It's a real thing. And I, you know, I'm not all about the stereotypes, but there are some things that are cultural. Yeah. And so we have to guard against that. We have to be careful. And I've realized, oh my gosh, I'm such a good giver. I'm such a good nurturer. I can get that to myself. myself. Oh, and you feel so good whenever you've done it, and you're like. I am that bitch. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I am that bitch. And the other thing that I've learned, although this is this pod, this episode is not about dating, but <laughs> it's about whatever thing, you want to be. The, the other thing I've learned is not only to change the posture of do I like you, like I love myself. Okay, do I like you? Are we a good match? Mm-hmm. Um, that part, but also single because I've been married a couple times and mm-hmm. I've been single, and. Single doesn't mean alone. I think we have this thing like, oh, I'm alone, I'm alone. Single means free. Yeah. And you're never alone because you always have you with you. For sure. <laughs> so it's like, I am free. I am free to talk to you. I am free to not talk to you. Right. I am free to date you. I am free to not date you. I am free to be with myself for a year. I am free to be with you for a year. I mean, and it's um, cool if we are just friends. Friends are great. I think friends, friends is the like, best. My struggle to call him my boyfriend my because he's because he's much more than that it's okay she's fine i mean this 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 youtube it closed again so there we go but this youtube channel features a lot of six-year-old girls in, in all up in all up in the all business. up in the business we're almost done baby almost done five minutes we're almost done and then you can go have so much fun with your mama we're okay, almost finished. Thank you. And you're free to eat some of that candy that's in that jar there if you want to. Oh, if yeah. your mom says yes. Go ahead. Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, dating. Dating. Yes. Oh, I was saying friendship. Free. Okay. Yeah. I started out friends with this guy. Like, we were friends for like four years. Like, oh. And actually, I helped him through something that was really hard for him. And I didn't even realize I affected him that way. Mm-hmm. But whenever I was experiencing something tough, he was there for me. And then that's how we kind of came to be. Yeah. And we're both on the same level. We like to do the same stuff. We kind of vibe the same. We like to spend our free time the same way. And just the way that things kind of work out that way, whenever you're not trying to force it. It, Forcing didn't work. Right. And like, we don't, that's why I said I struggle to call him my boyfriend because we don't really put that title on it. Yeah. It's just kind of like we are. You know what I mean? You just are. Yeah. And you understand what that is. Like, whatever it is. Right. If you need a friend. Right. If you need a lover. Mm -hmm. If you Mm -hmm. need somebody to go beat somebody up with you. Right. If you need somebody. You know what I mean? Like, we just are. So it's like. See, but that, I don't think that kind of relationship can exist 
if you aren't real about who you are right. and living your truth, right. as they say. Right. If you're just trying to fit into this mold, mm. it doesn't work. Yes, and that's the number one thing is that he accepts me and I accept him. I don't try to change him. Yep. Uh, things that he does get on my nerves because yes. we're human, but I don't try to change him. If no. I can't accept who he is at, at that moment, then I don't need to be with him. No, because if you were to look at his all his bad or whatever... Uh-huh. And delete it. He probably wouldn't even be the same person. He wouldn't be the same you guy. You know what I mean? Because the, the good. I mean, because everything that he does, quote unquote, bad is the other side of yes. what he does that I love. You know, yes. so. And we all have because we're human, right? We all have this perfection. In imper- I mean, it's a combination. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just starts with you. It all starts with us. I think so. So whether it is creating your own product, creating your own business, you know, having the job you want. You gotta constantly be seeking that. Yeah. You got to. Because it's in there. You're already born with it. You're born with it. You know, whenever I. This is like. Every time I'm about to talk about something that happened to me spiritually, I'm like, this is gonna be kind of weird because I know there are some people who are not gonna understand what I say. When we went to. We went to New Orleans and then we went to Dallas. When we went to Dallas, I got this really major download about um, everything. And it was like, Hmm. you need a school, you need to this, you need to get a community center, and you need to do this, and you need this, and you're going to reach creatives and do this, and this, and this, because I was already working business. And you heard all of this. It was like it was in me, Hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And then Nipsey Hussle got killed the next day. Right. All the things that he was talking about, he was already doing. Yes. And I felt so heavy about it, because I was like, why would that come to me? Why would it come to me? It's gotta be, yeah. Right. And so that's why I just keep going because I'm like, I don't know what I'm for. There's something that I'm supposed to be doing, you know? Yeah. And there was another note. I probably wrote it somewhere. You'll, if you go back through my Instagram, the creative AF one, all those memes I used to make just white screen with letters on them Mm -hmm. was just like something just told me to write it. Mm -hmm. So like I would see one that say, you already have the code. It's in you. It's already in you. And I didn't even know what I was saying until I would go back later and be like, damn, I really be writing some real shit. (laughs) And it's like, I don't know why, you know, because I'm not telling myself, go write it. It's just, you know, coming through me. Yeah. It's funny that you use code and writing and download because I heard Marianne Williamson, the ones running for president now, mm-hmm. years ago she was talking to Oprah and that's what she said. Mm-hmm. She said it's the code's already been written. Yeah, You just gotta download it. Mm-hmm. You gotta tap in because yeah. God's gotta see. Okay, once again. I uh, am uh, ready for what I you... I am ready right. for it. Okay, if she can right. capture it, she can keep it. If she can capture it, she can keep it. That right. kind of thing. Because when you come here, when we come here, when we decide... Okay, I want to go down. What are you coming for? Growth, to learn, yes. to elevate. So you come with the information. You just got to yes. figure out who you are yep. so that you can tap into it. Yep. Because we don't know. There's so much conditioning from the time you're born yep. until the time that you do wake up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to unlearn so much mm-hmm. so that oh. you can learn yourself. That's you know, and I really you appreciate go. you coming to talk to me yes. because I feel like we had a good talk and yes, we were, we're vibing sure. and we're on the same way. So yes. I like that. This was extraordinary. Thank you so much. Because even though it's in me, Michelle, a lot of times I have to remind myself. Yeah. So if I tell my story and I get to talk to somebody else, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm just reminding myself, okay, yeah. stay on the path. Yeah. And when, when you <laughs> listen back to this, 
I guarantee you, the day that you listen to it, you will need a push. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Every time I edit an episode, I'm like, and I listen, I'm like, you be knowing. Just stop. Just stop. Yep. Just stop. Don't don't quit. Keep going. Just keep going. Because, I mean, we're going to run into those moments where we feel like we need a push. And, like I said before, every step informs the next one. Yeah. So this season you're in now, mm-hmm. whatever it is or becomes or whatever, it's just going to inform the next right. step. So you got to keep going. You do. Yeah, for right. sure. Absolutely. So why don't you tell everybody where they can find your product? Yes. Yeah, so you can order my product on frofruit.com. That's the website to order. Instagram is fro.fruit.erica. Erica's with a K. Uh, if you start typing in, it'll it'll pop up. Um, and then you can also email me, frofruithair at gmail.com. Okay, cool. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. Like I said, this is a new segment. I don't even know what it's called yet. It's entrepreneurship. <laughs> Talking about how they got started in their business and what they're doing. And she got her baby here. Um, you know, so Michaela's energy is still with us. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so um i can't wait for everybody to hear this episode of whatever this is thank you michelle you're welcome erica (laughs) thank you so much all right thanks for listening and next up we have a slim spa here in houston um i'll wait to give a little bit more information but i'm excited about this interview so i can't wait for you guys to hear it and watch it and all the things um thank you again for being a continuous between us girls supporter uh you will not be disappointed we have a lot of great things coming down the pipe for you so just keep coming back all right until next time bye